You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. I kept Kleenex in business in the late 90s. Mike Austin might have fucked to knock his wife. But just say no to this pay-per-view. Wait, were you making a death joke? Told you we should have gone to the donkey show. Stop choking yourself. It's either death or defecation. Woo! What's up, Drunk Marks? Welcome to this week's episode of Drunk Wrestling History. I'm your designated host, Adam. And with us, as always, are two extremely cool drunk wrestling historians. This is Eddie. Step off. I'm doing the hump. And this is Scott. Educating the masses one drink at a time. Uh, We hope uh, you're going to enjoy this one. It's going to have a little hardcore edge to it. Uh, But... Uh, to properly enjoy uh, pay-per-views or episodes of this particular nature, we got to have good drink in hands. What do we have today? Well, I'm finishing up the beer that I opened during the last episode, this uh, New England-style hazy IPA from Revision, and I'm about to crack right now uh, the Megadeth beer, a Tulamone, from, uh, brewed by Unibro. Brewed by Dave Mustaine himself. Uh, I don't think so. Probably not. It doesn't have a batch number, all that good stuff that Blackened has. Right. Yeah. It's Again, good. It's good beer, though. I love it. Very, very good. Yeah. Yes. It's a, well, it's a Belgian. I love Belgians. Cheers to the Belgians. Salud. It's like two got the same. You got the same one, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, I got some Bucking Root Beer. It's Bucking? It's Bucking Root Beer. Oh, it's got deer deers on it? Yeah. Okay. It, it almost looks like he's about to hit a... Some dude trying to do a HBK elbow on the bull. I don't know. But yeah. He's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> but, hey, it it was available. It was a funny name, and uh, that's the kind of marketing uh, that you have to work with me just, just to make it that much appealing. Mother buck and root beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, as a reminder, want you all to look cool with the Drunk Wrestling History t-shirts, which are available on whatamaneuver.net. Great, uh, comfortable quality for on-demand printing. So uh, it's available in T-shirts, onesies, uh, I believe hoodies, and tank tops. So uh, whatever is uh, fitting, make sure that you head over there. Again, that's whatamaneuver.net. So you can get the Drunk Wrestling History T-shirt. Any other business before we get into it? No, I'm good. I'm okay. We're all good. Got our beer. We got our uh, Frank's uh, Red Hot Chips in hand. Let's Excellent. Put that shit on everything. Yeah, my mouth's burning, dude. Dude, mine too. Yeah, I love it. Let's get into it. We're going back to the year of our Lord, 1997. This is our third pay-per-view of ECW uh, after that six, very successful art. I mean, whether we want to count you, as wait, successful. Wait, wait, what are you about? Second, this is the right? second pay-per-view. The second? I counted third. Did you see Heat Wave? No. Okay. How it should be the follow-up. S- yeah. I think Heat Wave is in between, but I think Heat Wave was not a pay-per-view. It was just like a... Okay. Like a house show. Okay, that would make sense then. Yeah. Second pay-per-view. Official. 
Second official pay per view. Because our our goal was to do every ECW pay per view, um, starting from the first one, good or bad. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did a bad one this time. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert, but yes. Yeah, spoiler alert. This pay per view fucking sucks. Oh, easy. We want people to continue to listen. <laughs> But we have a great commentary well, you know to what? educate everybody on this particular one. Oh, I was just going to say, he said we want people to keep listening. Usually our pay-per-view reviews, our shitty pay-per-view reviews are the best ones. <laughs> so this will get a five-star from Meltzer for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we were in Japan, we got eight stars. Eight. He'll love it. Mm-hmm. That's if that's the case, we're heading over to Fort Lauderdale War Memorial Auditorium. This is ECW Hardcore Heaven. Ninety-seven. Yeah, I I miss Fort Lauderdale. I just knew it was somewhere in Florida. Um, it starts out. It's like a weird. Everything about this pay per view was weird. It starts out with Joey Styles is in the ring announcing all the matches we're going to see. Yeah. Right, which I guess yep. that was cool because it was unique. I've never seen that before, but it's kind of weird. I mean, it, again, we're still embracing that low budget style, but still, they're letting the wrestling speak for themselves. Maybe they're just still rolling with that momentum or that mentality. Of yeah, it. it was kind of goofy. And the Rick Rude interrupts him, right? And the Joey Styles is like, "Fuck this, I'm out." He splits. Well, almost. He's like, "You can kick my ass." Well, but I'm not hanging out. Yeah. Here's the microphone. And he kind of mentioned that he'd been with Shawn Michaels recently, too. Which right, was right, right. Yep. You know, I know this is a, in, in that time. They had a working thing. relationship, WWE yeah. and, and ECW, but you weren't supposed to know about it. It was behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. So Rick Rude's doing a promo, and then, like, imagine the fortune we had that um, Chris Candido came out to do a promo. So you're not a Chris Candido guy? No. no. Okay. No, in this pay-per-view, in the last pay-per-view, reminded me why. I'm sure the next one will remind me why, too. Okay. Okay. That's all I got to say about him. Then, then Todd Gordon comes out, and he's doing like a... He sounds like he's going through puberty, like his voice is cracking, <laughs> right? It was like the stress like, of running his pawn shop. Yeah, I think his... <laughs> yeah, he's like, I think his balls dropped during this pay-per-view. <laughs> during this fucking promo. Yeah, you know, that's funny. I just found out, like, literally two days ago that he ran a pawn shop. I didn't right. know that. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, the whole thing was kind of clunky and weird. Very strange way to open a pay-per-view. And then it goes into the intro music and intro video. Yeah. So it was kind of like a cold open, like, on The Office. Like, yeah. when, um, when Kevin had the chili. You know? <laughs> it was kind of like that. How dare you make that comparison? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's chili is way better than this pay review. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of weird, but it was it, I, I didn't dislike this part of it. Um, yeah, and Rick Rude walking away. Fuck you, Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Classy. Yeah. I, I, for like five seconds, I was convinced he was Paul Giamatti for a second. Rick Rude? Oh, dude. No, no, no. Gordon, uh, uh, Todd Gordon, he does look like him, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Pig vomit. He looks like pig vomit. Pig vomit, yes. Yeah. WNBC. <laughs> and... <laughs> All right, let's get into the show. All right, starting off with the ECW TV title. Chris Candido, who's already out there uh, taking on Taz. Do you remember Taz being a bigger deal? Bigger deal than what? Than what he was shown in this match. I do, and it was kind of weird that he uh, he was in the first match of the night. Uh, I wouldn't have thought. Okay, A, curtain jerking, yeah. right? But like standing there like an idiot with his arms folded, Candido shoves him, spits in his face, slaps him. Throws him to the ropes and clotheslines him before Taz does anything. Right. Well, you're not a tough guy. 
you look like a bitch. Yeah, that's like, true. But you're being pushed as a tough guy. Yeah, dude, Candido punked him out. And I thought he Candido, did. like, you're not a Candido guy. I get that. I'm not really either. Yeah. I'm not really a Taz guy either, but I thought Candido looked great in this match. He wrestled the heel role perfectly. Look, he was great at what he did. You know, like, I'm not, I don't not like him because he wasn't good. He was really good. Yeah. I don't know what it is I don't like about him, you know? Was he small? Is that why you didn't like him? No, he, he wasn't like even Austin that small. Aries small. No, no, he was bigger than Austin Aries. He was a little short, but um, no, because I like Not Taz. many people are bigger than Austin Aries. Small like Mighty Mouse. Aries. Right. <laughs> the Smurfs. I don't know, dude. Uh, I, I think mean, Gargamel some... had an inch on Austin Aries. Oh, Gargamel's way, way bigger than Austin Aries. No, way. I think, yeah, yeah. Well, because I mean, I think a couple of the Smurfs were like eye to eye to him. Because they were three apples tall, right? <laughs> I think Aries was like three and a half apples tall. How do you remember that? I watched the cartoon. I mean, so did I, but wow. <laughs> That's, I drink more than you, I guess. <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> Maybe you do. The harder stuff. Um, no, I mean, I don't, I can't really figure out why I don't like, um, Candido. I guess, it was, you know, it must have been his mic work, I guess. He oh, so you like, didn't like him. Like, you were just, like, not a Candido guy. Like, you no, I didn't... disliked him. Like, I, he had, like, go away heat with me. Like, I was, be, I was like, oh, fuck. But was it because that you experienced Candido as Skip before you experienced him as Candido? You um, saw him in WWE as like a joke. So here's the weird thing: I liked Skip more. Wow. Yeah, and probably really? that's probably because Sonny was with him. So I associated it was like, oh, I get to see Skip, which means I get to see Sonny. Oh, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So now he's so like, you get to drop loads and tolerate a Skip match, but like, all right, okay. But like, there's no Sonny in this match, so no dropping loads, <laughs> just Skip. I mean, if you want to, uh, if that's the way you want to put it, yeah. I didn't put it that way. You did. I never said anything about that. You specifically said no Sonny in this match. I didn't say anything about loads. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is dirty. Who am I, Jerry Lawler? The fuck? Yeah, right. Viagra? What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, he was fine. It's just, uh, whatever. Um, he was a good heel in this match, I thought. Like, he was clearly the heel, like yeah. the bad guy. Right, Rick Rude mm-hmm. introduced him, so he has the heel heat coming in. Then you got Taz standing there. Like, I thought Taz was a bigger deal. Like, he came into WWE, I remember... I, I don't know, I remember Taz being a bigger deal. And he then was I a huge him. deal when he came to WWE. Oh, he really was. Yeah. yeah, they introduced him as a big deal. But then you watch this match and you're like, what was the big deal? Right. Candido punked him at the beginning of the match. He looked like a bitch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I thought so anyway. Like, yeah. he... Taz was fine in this match. Maybe he was selling the neck injury a little bit too much, but I thought Candido was way better than Taz in this match. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Taz yeah. was super boring. Yeah. And maybe this wasn't a good representation of a Taz match for right. like the dominant person that Taz was supposed to be in, w- in ECW, but I thought Candido was way better than Taz in this one. Yeah. Personal uh, opinion. Yeah, I basically, I thought it was a good match. Um, it was a fine match. It was a good way to start the show. Um, they neither of them did any crazy shit. You know, they didn't go no. to ECW. No, 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 like definitely that. not. And they didn't need to. Right. Um, they seemed to they recognize their spot on the show. You know, the opener. Yeah, curtains, yeah. Right? We're the opening yeah. match. We're not like the hottest angle of the night. So like, let's just go out and have like a fairly standard, straightforward match. Warm up the crowd. Yeah, and, and it was fine. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Taz wins. Yeah. Taz mission. 
Candido yeah. taps. So after the match, we get a pre-show, a, a video of the pre-show with RVD and Sabu, and they're killing um, Insane Clown Posse. One of the best videos I've ever seen. Yeah, no, but it wasn't clear. <laughs> it wasn't clear why they were killing them. It doesn't matter, right? God bless RVD f- and Sabu. You just, you just like it whenever ICP gets killed. It was fantastic. I think it was because they were wearing Boston Bruins jerseys and dressed like Gathering of the Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gathering of the Juggalos dresses like them. Oh uh, well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? Say what you want about them. Violent J is the best rapper name of all time. Hmm. I think DJ Quick is, but... No, what, fuck whatever. no. DJ Quick's not even close. Humpty Hump. But whatever your preference. Uh, Humpty Hump Strong. Um, I, he was at Guff Fest 89. Yeah. Money B's good. Um, I actually like Mike Jones a lot. Mike Jones. Um, but, uh, no. Violent J. The best. Well, Sabu and RVD killed him. Oh, they fucked him right up. One of the best snuff videos of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like watching Faces of Death. Right. And it got better as the show went on. Who knew? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you would be able to add drama to that. But yeah, they did. All right. Uh, next match that we have uh, going on is going to be Spike Dudley taking on Bam Bam Bigelow. Match of the night, you mean? It was, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Was Spike's music "Highway to Hell"? His I don't, original music. I don't remember what his original was. Okay, because you know sometimes sometimes they have the fucking bootleg music all the time. Um, and sometimes it sounds kind of similar to the original music, right? So I was listening to this; it sounded like "Highway to Hell" to me. So I was wondering. Okay. If, I was wondering if you remember that. I don't remember. I don't remember what Spike's original music was. Um, now, did you ever get to see Spike Dudley in APW? I did. Okay, because you I went was there live. Right, because I don't think you and I ever went to the same show. I think I started going like a week after you stopped going or something. Or maybe we went to one show together. I think we may have been at a couple. Okay, maybe a couple. But I Yeah, I sat up in the, the, in the seats. The Eagle's Nest or whatever Right, in the Eagle's Nest, yeah. yeah. Um, I missed, so he was called Matt Heisen. Matt Heisen. Exactly. I never got to see him. I missed him. Okay. Um, so, okay, that's pretty cool. So you got to see him really, really early on in his career before anyone knew who he was. Well, that's why I was like, fuck yeah, Spike Dudley. Yeah. Like, this is Matt Heisen. Right, right. Yeah, it was a big deal to me. Yeah. Um, was Bam Bam a heel in this match? Because the crowd loved him, and I thought he was a heel. Bam Bam was a heel Okay, in this so match. it's the ECW yes. crowd loving the heel, which yes. makes sense. Yeah, Spike was supposed to be the sympathetic character, but right. they just wanted to see him thrown, like a lawn dart. A right. dart, if you will. So, okay, so, all right. I, I should back up. I watched this pay-per-view twice for this review because we were going to do this back in, like, June, and for whatever right. reason, we didn't get around to it. I watched it. At the time, I was drunk when I watched it. I was drunk when I watched it at the time. I watched it again last night to uh, kind of, because I was, so it would be fresh in my mind. A freshen up, yeah. I got drunk again last night. So <laughs> both times watching it, it was very fuzzy to me. Um, but, um, so this was not the first time Bam Bam had thrown Spike, right? Because I sort of thought it was, the first time I watched it, I didn't catch that the crowd was chanting throw him here or whatever like that. Right, so they had seen it before. So last night I was watching it and I noticed they were chanting that and I was like, oh, so he'd done that before. So okay, so that clears that up. So Spike had been thrown into the crowd before. Right, so that's why the crowd was chanting for Bam Bam to throw him in. Okay. Um, So at one point in the match, Bam Bam dropped Spike onto the turnbuckle, like the actual turnbuckle. Yes. And did you notice that Joey Styles did not know what what a turnbuckle was? Wait, what did he call it? He called it the steel support near the turnbuckle. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, no, that is the turnbuckle, dude. Like, I think he's like, so when I was like a kid, mm. 
I thought the pad was the term was the turnbuckle. Right. But then when I was older and had seen actual turnbuckles, you know, like I realized the turnbuckle was the part that tightens up the ropes. But who who are we to argue with Joey Styles? Like maybe he was one of the ones that set up the ring. Well, then he's that's even stupider. Then that's worse. You're right. Right, way yes. worse. Like how do you? Yeah, like he would have operated a turnbuckle and thought he it was called known. steel support near the turnbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just funny. Like he didn't know what the fucking turnbuckle was. Um, so not long after it was, it wasn't a long match. Uh, not long after that, no. he tossed fucking Spike into the crowd. He yeah. tossed him into like row four, it, dude. Uh, dude, it was crazy. So I like it was into row row two, and then the crowd brought him back to row four. Yeah, at least oh. that's what it looked. Like. Okay, so now out of a say, press slam, so let's him. so let's say the barricade is six feet from the ring. Yes, and call it three feet per row. Yeah, so six feet. So he threw him tw- his ass twelve feet. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking crazy. From a press slam, running from maybe middle of the ring to the ropes, and just hucked him. Yeah. Threw him like a lawn dart. Yeah. So now, I was watching this and I was thinking like, I thought of this from a probably a different perspective than a lot of people would. Have you ever done a stage dive? No, I never have. Right. No, because you've never, you've never even been in a mosh pit, right? Uh, well, like I've, a been mosh pit. I've been on been the right fringes. I've been on the fringes of a mosh pit. Yeah. yeah, I went to Megadeth. And I was on the floor. Okay. But I stayed on the outside. Okay. I've staged, oh, uh, two, three times. You've also been sprayed in the face by Guar. Oh, fuck. Like 30, 40 times. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, hardcore. Um, I've staged, staged oh, a few times. And this is basically what Spike did was a stage dive. The most dangerous part of a stage dive, you wouldn't think, is getting a fucking finger in your eye. Right or a finger in your mouth. Shit like that. Or Maybe in, in your, your butthole. Or in your butt. Uh, yeah. I mean... I would imagine that would be more pleasurable than like a finger in the eye. Depends on the size of the said finger. True. You know? True. But, um, or preferences. No, but I mean like weird shit. Like obviously you stage dive, you hit the floor, you, you can get fucked up. Right. But you just, you can't. You just can't really hit the floor with the stage dive. Because uh, right. people are so uh, tightly packed. So this is kind of the same way. Like they were going to catch him. They were ready for him. Everyone's really close together. He weighs like about 45 pounds. Right. Um, Approximately. Yeah, no, I think I think Rio's bigger than him. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but I was like, Rio. man, if he got a, if he landed with his eye on some guy's thumb, like he would have been fucked, way fucked. But so what happened? He was busted open after this, right? And the crowd it was like, it was it was a very ECW, it was, it was very DIY. Like <laughs> someone brought a towel to the show and handed it to him and shit. So he's out in the second row. Somebody else bought razor blades, apparently. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's spike his color for him. Yeah, because I was like, how's he bleeding from that? He hit his face on a chair, or did he get a thumb in the eye? You know? Yeah. I don't know what happened, but yeah, they're out there. They're like putting a towel around his face and he's bleeding like <laughs> shit, man. I've seen slaughtered fucking pigs bleed less than this guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And he gets, I don't know, he gets back in and can, the beating continues. Yeah, pretty much continues with the squash. Yeah. Dripping all over the mat. Yeah. Uh, bam, bam. Yeah. Bam, bam pulls him in. He just, yeah, he drips over to mat. Bam, bam hits with a moonsault. That's it. Game over. Game yeah. Game over. Um. So now I thought this was very well booked, and this is exactly how this match should have gone. And this reminded me of Marco Stunt. Oh, Marco Stunted Growth. Right, yeah. Um, this is how they should book Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt should because Spike got like basically no offense in. Right. Marco Stunt shouldn't be out there hitting guys with fucking Hurricane Ranas and shit like that. Marco Stunt should just be getting tossed around and fucked up. Right, Luchasaurus should turn heel. And just toss Marco Stunt onto, like, the entrance stage. Throw him right out of Daly's place. Right. 
like yeah. a dart into the entrance stage. Right. It would make a lot of sense. I mean, like, because I hate that fucking guy, and I hate that a, a 110-pound guy is tossing people around and working them over and shit. Right. But if he just went in there and got the shit kicked out of him, it would kind of make sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I, I noticed when when he, uh, when uh, Matt Heisen or Spike Dudley was in the crowd, that was the most white people I've ever seen in one place. It looked like a Neil Diamond, <laughs> looked like a Neil Diamond concert. <laughs> it was like, all right, uh, ECW definitely had a demographic. <laughs> like a Trump rally. Yeah. Um, but after it's over, man, there's so much blood. Like, it looks like a horror scene was filmed in there. Oh, it was great. And then you got the ECW staff coming down with mops. Yeah, they're mopping the blood, and you can see the mopping mop. it up. For a second, and you can see the blood on the mop. For yeah. a second, I thought it was just a broom. They couldn't even afford a mop. It, yeah. looked, it <laughs> looked like it was that thick. It wasn't moving. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, dude. I mean, it was like Eli, Eli Roth showed up there and filmed a scene or something. <laughs> so after that, we get more of the ICP shit. More great video. Um, yeah, but Sandman comes out and saves saves them. Apparently, he's a fan. Yeah, and then he gets his ass whipped. And then he gets his ass whipped. That shows he, you what happens. He deserved that. Yep, I yep, agree. That was, That's what you get for being a fan. That was fair. Why was Sabu like in a fucking shirt and t- like That slacks? was one of the... Like, he was heavyweight champion, so suddenly he needs to be like Rick fucking Flair wearing a suit and tie. <laughs> yeah, he's like... Like, fa- you need to dress up your champion? Yeah, it's fancy Sabu. Come on. Headdress. Yeah, yeah, that was goofy. Neon trunks, weird, or yeah. tights, like uh-huh. leave them Six, alone. sixty feet of tape around your arm. Yeah, exactly, including yeah. your taped up bicep that got ripped open by barbed wire the week before. Right, come on, yeah. he's Sabu. Yeah, don't put him in a fucking suit that and don't weird. make him talk. Uh, after that, we've got uh, Rob Van Dam, uh, accompanied by what. I get reminded of as uh, Paul Shear. It's actually Bill Alfonso. Uh, he's taking on <laughs> taking on Al Snow. So Al Snow did not have the mannequin head yet. This was pre like right. So nobody cared about him. Head Al is still wearing his Leaf Garrett gear. So here's what I want to admit. Full disclosure. I'm very honest with our listeners. I took a shit during this match, and I didn't pause it. I just I let the match run in the other room while I went in and took a shit because. Mick Foley said, you should probably go take a dump during an Al Snow match. So I did. I literally was taking a shit while this match was going on in the other room, and I was listening to the commentary, but it sounded like your standard, fair RVD match, and I, I didn't return until late in the match. I was taking a shit during it. I apologize. You didn't miss anything. I didn't think I did. No, it was fine. It was, just, it was sort of standard. Standard, it was what, it was standard what you Van Damme. It was yeah. essentially Leaf Garrett. Taking a squash by RVD, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I took a shit. During yeah, this match. I mean, really, the most notable thing was um, Al Snow kicked RVD's dick, and Joey, oh. Joey Styles said "boot to the bush." Bush. Yeah, and I was like, wow. Apparently, um, he doesn't know his anatomy. No, I mean, maybe he's seen what's going on in there, and he's got a big bush. And I oh, was like, I was like, that would have been a perfect spot for a uh, man groomer commercial. Uh, of some type, if, yes. If Man Groomer had been around back if then, they right? they had been around, Yeah, they yes. could have mentioned that, yeah. Yep. Right, Joey Styles could have been like, go to manscaped.com. They weren't around then. Yeah. It was 97. Bad. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, no, I don't know. I, I, I actually, here's what I wrote in my notes. Um, I do have a uh, typo, but I wrote, I don't know why I don't care, I guess because of Al Snow. Like, I just didn't care about the match. I might have been doing some shit too because, you know, I was barbecuing last night. <laughs> So, like, that might have been around the time I was, like, checking on the fucking... You got to check on your meat. Yeah, yeah. Or check on the wood, you know? Sure. Like, see what's going on out there. Sure. Um, and yeah, you, Van, you need a piss break match. 
Yeah. So it's Al Snow coming to the ring. Right. Benoit wasn't on the show, so you do what you got to do. Right. Uh, yeah, Van Dam won with a, a Van Daminator. And it, 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 we also went into the match cold. We didn't get a video beforehand. Like, I don't know right. what the storyline was, so that didn't help. But, um, eh. Like, suddenly here comes Leaf Garrett to wrestle RVD, one of your biggest stars. Right, right. Why do we care? Yeah, it was kind of lame. Let's go check our meat it in the backyard th- barbecue. It, it felt like it was just kind of tossed together. Yeah. You know, for no reason. Um, so after that, Sandman is driving in an ambulance. And so a, he was put into an ambulance, and now he's driving it? Yeah, I think he hijacked an ambulance, and now the ghetto bird is fucking following him, and apparently ECW has a reporter with access to a helicopter? Right, but what happened to the ambulance drivers? Did Sandman kill them? And how did ECW know to send a chopper up with their own reporter in it? Right. But now Sandman is driving to the wrong arena... And the reporter is reporting on that. Is that where he's going? I wasn't even listening. <laughs> it was ridiculous. All, all over the place. I mean, obviously, he shouldn't be driving under the influence. Suddenly, the fucking WCW is booking this shit, and it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it was like um, it was like Roddy Piper at twelve. Uh, yes, but five years later. Five. Yes, it was stupid. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. And then we get a uh, Jerry Lawler promo after that, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, I forgot that." Uh, dropping just, names from WWF. Yeah. Like Stone Cold said do this, and Undertaker said do this, and Bret Hart said do this. Yeah, one thing I'll say about There's Jerry no Lawler. There's value to that. He's just saying empty names. Yeah. For um, the sake of the promo. Yeah. yeah. One thing I'll say about Jerry Lawler, though, is that guy is so fucking good. Um, watching this at the time, like, now I'd never seen any Memphis stuff. Okay. At this time. Um, I might have seen some of the shit with Andy Kaufman because uh, they used to show that on Comedy Central of all places. <laughs> um, that was when I first became aware of that. Okay. But I didn't really see any of the Memphis stuff. So Jerry Lawler's whole thing was I hate this hardcore wrestling and it's bullshit. Yes. And I was like, man, I bought right in. I was like, dude, he really hates this. Like, I believed it. Yeah. Later on, I start to see some Memphis shit and like Memphis was the original ECW. Right. So Jerry Lawler. Fireballs and shit. Right. Lawler obviously did not hate the style of wrestling. Right. But he had me convinced at the time. Yeah. No, he was good with it. He was good with it. He he did his best. But it was still kind of... Him coming there was just fucking weird. Like The whole thing was weird. It was like, wait, you're sending the old guy over there to straighten them out? Like, I I never really... I didn't really like it at the time, and going yeah. back and watching it again, it was still stupid. But we didn't know that WWF and ECW had a working relationship at the time where they were kind of like talent sharing and put each other's paper. Yeah, like, we did. Because ECW had shown up on Raw before the previous pay-per-view. But to the untrained I mean, like watcher, like you didn't know that they had a working relationship. I mean, You just I thought that they were interfering with each other's pay-per-views, like... You didn't know there was a working relationship intact, right? Well, look, I was a kid, but I didn't really think they invaded him. Uh, well... No, I didn't think that shit was legit. How old were you? We're talking 1997. How 97? old 97? I would have been 19. I would have been... 24. 23. And you thought that was real? No, I didn't. But, like, oh, to okay. the 12 or 13-year-old at the time, like, oh, shit, like... They hate each other's guts. Okay, if I'd been 12, maybe I would have, like, maybe my brother 12 (laughs) thought that. (laughs) And obviously the audience was not filled with 12 and 13 year olds. Right, yeah. So they knew. Yeah, it was a bunch of smarks. Right. Yeah. All right, let's get into the next match. All right, we got uh, ECW tag title match, uh, Dudley Boys. Let's uh, go over their company. We have Miss Jenna Jameson. Joel Gertner, Sign Guy, and Big Dick Dudley. 
<laughs> Big dick. That's the best name ever. <laughs> his finishing move. Do you know what his finishing move? Total was? penetration. Thank you. <laughs> right? Was it total penetration? It or? was total penetration. Yeah. Total penetration. If your name is Big Dick, your finishing move absolutely should be called fucking total <laughs> penetration. Totally. Yeah. Or balls deep. Either one is acceptable. Yeah. Or decorating like wedding cakes. Right. Or yeah. dropping loads. They're taking on PG thirteen. This is my my first uh, intro to PG thirteen, or at least just awareness of them. I had no idea they were frat boys, and under all those layers, when they took off all the hats and baggy shit, it looked like Blake Griffin and Diet Chuck Liddell. <laughs> <laughs> they were the USWA tag team champions, which yes. USWA coincidentally owned by Jerry Lawler. Right. That's why they got a spot on the show. Yeah. Did you ever wonder why we accepted the crisscross as a wrestling move? Because yeah. Devon and I think Jamie Dundee. Yeah. Jamie Dundee. At one point are doing a crisscross. What was the crisscross? The crisscrosses were the running opposite ends of the ropes. Oh, that. So okay. one is rest, or going horizontally. That's what, I thought, but, that's what I thought you meant but when you said move. Like, I don't think that, that well, was a move. Well, but why okay. are wrestlers doing that? Why is the Chris in 1997? Why is the crisscross still a thing? That's a good question. And then one of them slides out of the ring. Jamie Dundee kisses yeah. Jenna Jameson. Oh yeah, that was great too because he kisses Jenna Jameson and she's like spitting. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, hmm, I've never seen her spit before. That's not one of her signature moves. Interesting. <laughs> no, that's no, not her, her finisher. Yeah, no, her finisher is the swallow. Exactly. Yeah. Or directly in the eyeball. It's very strange <laughs> that she would spit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I liked PG-13 a lot when they were in WWE. Turns out I do not like them when they're not in WWE. Because? Because they sucked. <laughs> okay. They had these shitty clothes. They did shitty moves. Their jokes were apparently like their strong suit. Oh, yeah. They made some kind of joke at the beginning, too. But even the joke was bad. It was like a South Park reference or something. Do you remember yeah. what it was? No. They I were just insulting the Dudleys. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Maybe not. Um, no, I don't have their jokes. Yeah. They, they were just cutting jokes, and they weren't very funny. Yeah. They insulted them after the match, said Mama Dudley's a hoe. Something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. Actually, the crowd started chanting that at one point. Uh, right. Oh, at the end of the match, uh, yeah. Jamie Dundee, you may have won that match, but your mama is still a hoe. That's that's what it was, yeah. Uh, that'll show them. Scathing commentary. Oh. To yeah. get the heat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Harsh, harsh. Stiff, stiff words. Stiff. stiff. Which is funny, because Jenna Jameson was at ringside. Joel Gertner was lying. Hey, well, you know what? Stiff might be the wrong word for uh, to associate with Jenna Jameson during this because this seemed to be her meth years. Okay, but let's not make any mistake. Jenna Jameson in 1997 right. was the hottest fucking porn star in the world. No, I'm not saying I didn't play with my Sega during it. I'm just like, she looked a little... Uh, Dude, some, I played with on. my Sega so much, like, that shit broke. Like, I had to upgrade <laughs> my Sega because of Jenna Jameson. One of the lines of the night, Joel Gertner... When he's doing his whole shtick, his whole shtick, shtick. Your referee is bald. bald. <laughs> I have fucking that, gold. Yeah, I have that. In my note. Joel Gertner was. You said this on the other ECW po- uh, podcast. What a fucking wise ass, Joel Gertner. Oh man, 
He you wanted was great, to hate man. him, but you couldn't. Yeah. Because he was like your dirty brother that ripped all the nasty jokes. And right. like, he was like Chet from Weird Science. Like, he was just fucking dirty and like <laughs> disgusting, but you fucking loved him. Yeah. Like, that was Joel Gertner. And your referee is bald. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gold. You know what? Joel Gertner was the best part of this whole pay per view. I don't disagree with right? that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Do not disagree. Dudley's one. Yeah, that and. Uh, he was the best, and the part when the crowd chanted "bounce" and Jenner Jameson bounced. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they got their wish. Yeah. Then we get uh, Sandman driving around again. After that, back to the chopper. Um, <laughs> he's like driving around like CJ from San Andreas. Well, he was drunk. It was well. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that was kind of it. It was really brief. He, he he stopped for a pack of smokes and booze, and they kept driving. Yeah. He's like us coming to the Drunkard Dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, years before the Drunkard drunker Dome existed. Right. That's yeah. where we drew our inspiration from. Yeah. Then Lawler does an in-ring promo. And he, call, he calls the crowd a bunch of dope heads. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> Drinks fine. Yeah. Yep. Dope headed derelicts. Actually. But then he cuts the same promo that he cut backstage earlier in front of the live crowd. Right. So now you're getting like a double dose of the lame jokes. Yeah. Eh, felt right. kind of flat. Yeah, but the crowd hated his ass, though. They did because they didn't hear it earlier. Yeah, and they right, exactly. And they're the hardcore ECW fans. Right. Like, don't you dare shit on, on what we love. Exactly. And now you get Tommy Dreamer and Beulah versus Jerry Lawler. Yeah, so uh, Dreamer comes out to bootleg man in the box. Well, because we're watching on WWE Network how many right, later. Right, and you know, if you asked me before what his song was, I don't know if I would have remembered it. But as soon as I heard that, I was like, yeah. this is clearly like... I'm getting enough of, of the like great value version of this to realize it's man in the box. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, the security. <laughs> yeah, they have security with Beulah on the way out, and like the security guy has hoop earrings, so he was clearly legit security. That's how he got hired. <laughs> yeah. Right. Wait, do you have hoop earrings? Okay, you're hired. Yeah. Beulah was like, is that a real name? Is anyone besides her name Beulah? What was her name in Hustler? She was in Hustler. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why she was a big deal. Oh, I had, I never knew this. I had, this is news to me. Well, there's something for you to look up when we're done. Okay. Google well, image search Beulah Nude. Yeah. Okay. I and just she will pop up. I was just like, but I mean, is anyone? It's just a fucking shitty name, dude. Like, I don't even know how to spell it. Yeah, Beulah sounds like when you're vomiting. R- exactly. <laughs> you <know>? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. From like too many Atulamans and bullet whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um. So. Really early on, uh, Tommy Dreamer had like a metal bowl, right? Like a mixing bowl. He smacks Jerry Lawler over it. So like yes. right away, Jerry Lawler's bleeding. Um, and then there's like a there's a very young tie dye guy in the crowd. Did yes. you notice him? He was there. Yeah, because um, because it's Florida. That's where he's from. I, I met him in Florida twice. A Florida man. Um, and then Dreamer's hitting him with beers, and that upset me, because he's wasting beer. You don't waste really, beer. Yeah, right. You're talking to the wrong podcast about wasting <clears throat> beer. Um, I don't know, man. It was okay. It was it was an okay match. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, eh. I kind of... What I liked about it was it was the kind of match that Jerry Lawler supposedly hated. Uh, yeah, but you he know? relished in it. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And can um, we get to the lights out shit? Like, it oh happened God. three fucking times. Yeah, yeah. Well, before that, uh, I'd like to mention that there was a sign... In the audience, it said, Cuban GF, will you marry me? I don't know what that means. Like, Cuban girlfriend, will you marry me? I don't know what the... Nah, I don't know what it means either, actually. Like, where do you find a Cuban girlfriend? 
I don't know. Is that like want... an online wife kind of thing, like a Russian wives? I don't think. I, I, you find a Cuban girlfriend in Florida. Oh. And he wants her to marry him. But but nice of him to be nice. I think he to was... be general with that sign. Or assuming she's <laughs> watching the pay per view. Maybe he has more than one Cuban girlfriend. And he's oh, maybe, yeah, he'll, playing the odds. He'll marry any of them. Yeah, yeah. the one that's watching this pay-per-view lucks out. <laughs> right, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we get to the lights out shit. Go uh, ahead. Okay, so the first time, the lights go out. They come back on. Rick Rude is back, who had left earlier. Lays out Tommy Dreamer with a trash can. Yeah. Lawler covers Dreamer, kicks out at two. Let's go out of fucking again. Before that, I want to say I felt bad for Recruit. Why? I was like, man, this is what he was doing now. Like, he'd just been in WWE. Like, the guy's a legend, and this is what he's fucking doing. He's showing yeah, up. Yeah, but he's shit. more doing ECW a favor because he was a big deal in WWE at the point with DX. Like, DX was at the very tip top of the WWE card. Yeah. So he came over here to kind of do these guys a favor. That's true, I guess. All right. It, yeah. And he didn't really factor in because he was the first lights out guy. Right. Right. Okay. Okay, lights go out again. Dreamer has Lawler and a pile driver. They come back on. Jake Roberts is in the fucking ring. Lays what? out Dreamer with a clothesline and a DDT. And Jake looks terrible. Terrible. He's, his be- he's in better shape now than he was then, 23 years later. You and I are in better shape now oh. than Jake was in 97 at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, with the amount we've been drinking at the same time. Yeah. And our physical condition. Yeah. You and I are in way better shape than Jake was at this point. You're probably younger than, or, or older than Jake was at that point. I'm older than a lot of people at this point. Are you older than everyone on this pay-per-view? I think so. Right? Like, you might be older than Lawler was. That's a safe assumption. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, pray for me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not in great shape. Yeah. So, then they go out again. So, Lawler... Dreamer is hit with a short-arm clothesline, DDT... Jake Roberts lays out Dreamer. Jake Roberts then lays out Lawler with a short arm clothesline. He falls on top of Dreamer, kicks out at two. And after the kick out, the lights go out again. So three times the lights go out. Okay. Shouldn't, shouldn't the lights, gone out? Shouldn't the lights gone out before two? Oh, way before. Right? during It should have happened during the pin. If you're going to kick out, like you may as well kill the lights again. If you're yeah. going to do it three fucking times, right. you're overkilling at this point. Yeah. Yeah. So lights go out again. They come back up, Sonny's in the ring. Which, let me just bring this to everybody's attention. Suddenly it's the AVN fucking awards, right? (laughs) You've got Jenna Jameson, you've got Sonny, you've got Beulah. All these fucking porn stars under one roof, it's incredible. Well, in a typical fashion, Sonny's way late. (laughs) Yeah, so she sprays Jerry Lawler with hairspray. We assume it's hairspray. And then, then well, yeah, and then Vomit attacks her. Right. right? And... Who's barking? Is that one of my dogs? I think it's one of yours. Okay. Because nobody else's dogs are here. Then she attacks Lawler. Um, and then does Jake, does Jake hit a DDT? Like it's, no, Jake's gone. It was so fucked up, this match. Right. So Dreamer gets sprayed with whatever's in Sonny's can. I think it was vodka. Then Beulah catfights with Sonny. Then That's Beulah right. kicks Lawler in the nuts. Dreamer does a nut grab on Lawler. Like, yeah. grabs him by his testicles. Poor Lawler. Hits a DDT, Dreamer wins. Dude, this is, like, so fucking weird and convoluted. Like, I'm watching, you're reading your notes, because you can't remember this shit. It's all you know over I mean? the fucking it's place. It's all over the place. It was terrible, dude. 
It was too many bells and whistles. It was right. not. It was not enough sunny. Um, not, I, I mean, if Sunny's gonna be, sunny. I mean, if Sunny's gonna be there, like at least have her out there the whole time. I'd rather watch this than her most recent video, if I had to say. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I also thought like it was a good thing that they kept, they didn't have her and Jenna Jameson out there at the same time because that might have been too much, dude. It would have been like crossing the streams in uh, Ghostbusters. Very true. Right? Very true. I don't know if I would have been able to handle it. Uh, dude, my Sega would have been completely broken at this point. <laughs> yeah, it would have been raw. Uh, completely. <laughs> uh, so after that fucking fiasco, we get the helicopter again. Back to the chopper. Yeah. And nothing really happens. It was stupid. Uh, no, but th- at this point, Sandman lands at his destination. Oh. And the chopper catches him beating the fuck out of a bunch of people. That's right. And Sandman becomes a Florida man. <laughs> Just hitting people with a kendo stick. <laughs> in Gets Florida. taken to jail mm-hmm. in Florida. <laughs> he becomes a Florida man. You're right. You're right. <laughs> now we get the main event. Yeah. In other words, just a regular Saturday night. Or, it is. Or, or whenever the fuck it was. But yeah. So main event was, uh, they, I always call it the three-way dance. Not triple threat. I guess it's an ECW thing. Uh, ECW uh, title between uh, franchise Shane Douglas, uh, Sabu, and Terry Funk. They played Terry's real music. Did they really? Ride Stallion Ride. Yeah. He was okay. the only fucking, of all the music they paid to play, I mean, they probably, co- they, they probably got it for seven bucks. Right. But I was. Because like, Walk is way more expensive. Right. I was like, like shit. $22. Man. Yeah. You couldn't splurge for Man in the Box, motherfuckers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. I'm, yeah. WWE. So Terry's all bandaged up, right? Right. Going into it. Where um, he was bandaged up for every match. Yeah, so... It was like 72. Um, so, like, bullet number five on my uh, note says, I've kind of stopped caring at this point, to be honest. <laughs> so what you're saying is it hasn't been a great pay-per-view up to No, it has point. not been a great pay-per-view. It really has not. I'm at my second time in the last couple months watching this match. I'm piss-ass drunk. Yeah. And I just don't fucking care. <laughs> right. Well, let's understand. We're following up Barely Eagle, which in a lot of people's minds is like one of the greatest pay-per-views of, of all time. It is. It is. It's one of the best pay-per-views of it's all time. It's outstanding. It was definitely the pay-per-view of the year. Oh, for sure. Right? 97? Yeah. Like, yeah. what else in 97 matched up to Barely Eagle? Mm-hmm. Good luck mentioning anything that's even close. Yeah. And this so, match... This was a hard follow-up. Yeah, and this match is a fucking clusterfuck because they don't ever do the thing where, you know, in a triple threat where one guy will get tossed out of the ring... Or something, and he's down for like seven minutes because he fell from the top rope. Right. Um, they never do any of that, so you never really get to the part where it's just two guys fighting. It's right. three constantly, and it's like, I know this was, because I think the, I don't know if the three-way match was uh, invented at ECW, but it definitely was popularized there. Right. So this was sort of early on, so I think maybe guys hadn't quite figured out how to do it. Right. I mean, I, t- I think typically they're kind of hard matches to do, and they're typically not the best matches. But this is like the worst one of them I've ever seen. It was fucking, it was a fiasco. Yeah, not great. Yeah, and the crowd was actually kind of out of it too. Like, I kind of felt like the crowd was like, they must have cut off the beer uh, at that point, you know, because the crowd seemed just sort of worn out. Like, I was, they felt like I felt. Or there were like, so they many were just lights like, out. Yeah. But like, in the match before, they're like, oh, fuck this. Right. They were kind of like, are the ribs done yet? You know? Yeah. Like, Where's New Jack? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like nonsense. Just like fucking one thing after another. It was sort of like a Bucks match, is what it reminded me of. Spot after spot after spot after spot. Um, yes. <laughs> Sabu does the chair moonsault thing, and the chair collapses on him, which is probably my favorite part of the match. 
Well, the crazy part is, is like Sabu had beaten Terry Funk for the title the previous week. Yeah. And Terry Funk had lost to Sabu, but Sabu had gotten his bicep ripped open. Right. During the course of the match and had to crazy glue it together. Well, that was the one, no, that was the one, that's one where he taped it. He taped it up during the match, right? Where he sent Fonzie for the tape. Oh, duct tape, yes. No, duct- no, it was no, it was like uh, athletic tape. You know, the shit that you tape your wrist with. Same yeah. shit. But he sent Fonzie to get it, and it was actually pretty cool. You could see him wrapping it around his arm while yeah. taking a neck breaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think he crazy glued it after, but I heard he got like 130 stitches or something insane like that. Yeah, and then wrestled the next week. Yeah. In this match. Right. Why the fuck was he wrestling in this right, match? He's a fucking warrior, dude. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. Like, Paul Heyman. Homicidal, be... suicidal, genocidal. Live up to that name. Yes. Paul Heyman has to be one of the greatest salesmen of all time. To convince Sabu to wrestle in this match. Yeah. So maybe it's no surprise that he was the first one out. Right. But it was a full matchup until that point. Oh yeah. I mean, it went on for a good 15 minutes probably. Because it's a long match. It really is. And, and this match was about three hours. Time. Oh, yeah. Alfonso sucks, dude. So fucking annoying. I never liked that guy, dude. With that whistle? Yeah. By, like, minute three of this match, I wanted to shove the thing up his ass. He was shit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, your gimmick is a whistle? Fuck off. Right. So he attacks Terry. Then Todd Gordon comes out and attacks Fonzie. Oh, my gosh. So it's like it went from... Todd Gordon in again. Yeah, no, it went from shitty to shittier. Right. Just, Luckily, good, to, just good to see Paul Giamatti's range. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, both guys get put through a table by Sabu. Right, right. He doesn't realize he's putting both guys through a table. Yeah. Sabu gets knocked out of the match by Terry Funk and uh, Shane Douglas. Doesn't realize it. He's just fucking kind of out. Right, and then suddenly Sandman's there for some reason. And Sandman comes back. Yeah, he shows up. Ugh. Yeah, and then Terry, um, he's beating the fuck out of... Who was it? Douglas with a uh, trash can, and then he starts hitting his own head with it. Uh, yeah, uh, was, I mean, I guess his whole thing was that he was fucking crazy, middle aged and crazy. Right. I like that one time. Middle aged. That's I, that's gracious. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like one time. <laughs> I think Jr. One time said he's middle aged and crazy, and Jerry Lawler goes, "How many hundred and two year olds do you know?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then the whole roster comes out, and they're standing on the ramp watching they're the like match. hanging out watching the match? Yeah, and I was like, what is going on? Why are they all out there? And then Terry Funk and How Shane Douglas botch a move off the apron through a table. Yeah. There was a botched move, and then it goes back in the... Shane Douglas hits like four belly-to-bellies, finally gets the pin. Just not a great match. Not at all. Yeah, Dory Funk shows up. Yeah, certain... Dory Funk came in. Yeah, and then this is... I, it took until this match for me to notice that the ring skirt says hardcore, but there's no E on the end of it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they made a ring skirt with a typo. Um, oh I've never saw a more fucked up match than this. I mean, it was not great. I'm watching and I'm like, the crowd looks so bored. Yeah. Like, dude, if they had, if this had been now and they had iPhones, they'd be like looking at the train schedule to see how they're going to get home. Right, exactly. Or burying it on Twitter. Yeah, and then the Tracy Smothers came out and was fucking with the crowd and like, Totally. During the match, right? Yeah. Like, it was during the match. And then I'm completely distracted by Tracy Smothers because I'm fascinated by that guy. Yeah. Um, it was one of the wor- literally one of the worst matches I've ever seen. It was complete fucking garbage. Um, and it was I was like, this is more of why I don't like Shane Douglas. You know, like two yeah. ECW reviews in a row, and I don't like the fucking guy. Yeah. Um, the Dudleys come out, and Bam Bam's there, and Candido, and then it just turns into one person beating up another, and like, there's no reason for any of it. Like, yeah, nothing, like nothing Big Dick sense. Dudley is laying out people, and they're trying to get Shane Douglas on their side, and. 
Uh, it's just weird. Yeah, the new Jack and Cronus come out. Yeah, and they murder everyone. They murder everyone, which, like, that was the best part of the whole show. Right. Um, but it kind of sucks because they're not playing Natural Born Killers. And that's the best part of his whole thing. Right, that's his whole... Exactly, yeah. They're playing some weird shit, too. Like, it sounds like... um, It, it sounded like a tribe called Quest. Yeah. <laughs> right? Did you yes. know, it was kind of weird. Like, But it wasn't, like, one of those instrumental... Yeah, uh, versions it was like it was like lyrical, like there's yeah, like yeah. a dude rapping, and I was like, "What is this song?" I tried to Shazam it, but it couldn't. You know, I think Joey it's Styles. our truth, actually. No, I think it's our truth. Are you serious? No. Oh, okay. But thank you for believing. I that. was like, it doesn't sound like him, but maybe you're right. It was a little. Um, I tried to Shazam it, but you know, with with Joey Styles talking over it, it couldn't catch it. Yeah, but um, he ruins everything. <laughs> actually, kind of a cool song. Yeah. <laughs> then there's a fan cam. Oh, God. Right? Which, like, that, that doesn't even make sense. I don't even know how that's happening. Why is that introduced but at this point? Apparently, the entire crowd was just literally waiting for New Jack to come out. Yeah, Like, I think he so. was the reason they came to the show. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then they save him for the very end. And... At the very end. Yeah, they murder everybody. They murder Joel Gertner last. Yeah. And then the murderers celebrate in the crowd. And mm-hmm. we celebrate the murderers. Right, exactly. Yeah, so overall, I really hated this pay-per-view. Yeah. Dave um, Meltzer gave it two stars. I heard he gave it nine stars. Nine? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, he got confused about where it took place. He didn't realize it was Oh, wasn't it in deep Japan? <laughs> yeah. It was in Tokyo, Florida. It was in, like, fucking West Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, the first couple of matches were okay, but for the most part, it sucked. It was too much cross-promotion, I thought. Yeah. The Jerry Lawler thing. Um, main event sucked. Um... It's actually my least favorite show that we've ever reviewed. Maybe because, you're right, yeah. Because you know why? Because it never crosses into being funny bad. Right? Like well, until done, the very, very end when like New Jack is like... Even that I Mania mean, killing episode. People. You're, yeah. I mean, I, star power there, but it's like... Like, okay, we, we've done yeah. a couple shows that were not very... Well, we did WrestleMania 11. Right. But it was like at least funny, you yeah. know? Like it was comically bad. This was never comically bad. This was just regular bad. Um, it maybe if it had a dick to go match, it would have been a little better. That might have helped. Yeah, I really don't know. Um, yeah, Gertner was the best part. Um, well, Jam- Jenna Jameson's tits, I think, were clearly one of the yeah. Best well, parts. I mean, look, Jenna Jameson added a lot to it. And now, I would have right. preferred either Kelly Madison or Heather Brooke if I if I have my druthers, or even Nina Hartley, or Nina Hartley, been fantastic yeah. in this, right? Or I mean, um, we're talking '97, maybe Kobe Ty. Yeah. Asia Carrera. Joe Kelly. Yeah. Right. They could honestly they could have done better. Yeah. There's JR, a whole list. J.R. Carrington. Um but or Peter North. But um overall, fuck this show. Yeah. Mr. Marcus didn't make an appearance, so fuck this show. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think that's all we got to say about this. Fucking fiasco. That's should that be the show title? Mr. Uh, Marcus? Fuck this fiasco? <laughs> Which one? Uh, I thought the fuck this fiasco, but maybe, okay, maybe, but maybe yours uh, be, would be a, maybe a little more soothing or suiting. I don't <laughs> know if Mr. Marcus is soothing. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm definitely sure that is the case. All right, all right, let's end this. Let's stop. It's enough. Enough of uh, this uh, goddamn ECW pay per view. You you had uh, the first one where you struck gold, and boy did. Did not uh, follow through with this one. Oh, they struck shit the second time around. Brown liquid gold. (laughs) Tessa. Tessa T. (laughs) 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 Fuck.
All right. So, yeah, that's uh, our episode for this particular pay-per-view. If you wanted to if you want to check it out uh, to see what kind of shit show uh, is being described, sure. If you have an hour that you don't need in your life, go for it. Uh, ju- just to understand the context and see how not to drive an ambulance or a helicopter. Uh, so please... yeah, if you're if you're a masochist, you'll enjoy this show. <laughs> yeah, this is your how-to and your training video for that. Uh, so please uh, remember to uh, let us know what you think of this episode. Let us know other uh, episode ideas. Let us know other pay-per-views that are much better than this one. <laughs> Uh, and we can definitely them. cover them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you would uh, hit us up on uh, all the social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. While well, you can uh, handle is wrestling underscore drunk. Uh, on behalf of Eddie and Scott, I'm Adam. Just reminding you to. Uh, We've been the doing fu- this for the, almost a year, dude. How do you keep forgetting something? I, I don't know. It's Enjoy the, your buzz it's, responsibly. It's this bucking root beer. It, there was a medicine uh, aftertaste. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your buzz. Uh, watch wrestling responsibly. Drink like nobody's watching. In the meantime, do wash your hands. Wear a mask. Uh, six feet social distance away from this show. And I think that takes care of it. One, two, three. Oh, my God. Five. Cheers. You see, Mike, we got a theory about magic and miracles. That's right. That's right. If magic is all we've ever known, then it's easy to miss what really goes on. But I've seen miracles in every way, and I see miracles every day. Oceans spanning beyond my sight, and a million stars way above them at night. You don't have to be high to look in the sky and know that's a miracle open wide. Look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas, and everything chilling underwater, please. Hot lava, snow, rain and fog, long neck giraffes and pet cats and dogs. And I've seen 85,000 people all in one room together as equal. Your magic is the birth of my kids. I've seen shit that'll shock your eyelids. The sun and the moon and even Mars. The Milky Way of fucking shooting stars. UFOs, a river flows. Plant a little seed and nature grows. Niagara Falls and the pyramids. Everything you believed in as kids. Fucking rainbows. After it rains, there's enough miracles here to blow your brain. I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay It tried to eat my cell phone He ran away And music is magic, pure and clean You can feel it and hear it, but it can't be seen It can't be seen Music is all magic You can't even hold it Do you notice and recognize miracles? It's just there in the air Are you a believer in miracles? Pure motherfucking magic, right? This shit'll blow your motherfucking mind Music is a lot like love, it's all a feeling And it fills the room from the floor to the ceiling I see miracles all around me Stop and look around, it's all astounding Water, fire, air and dirt Fucking magnets, how do they work? And I don't want to talk to a scientist Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed Solar eclipse and vicious weather 15,000 juggalos together And I love 
my mom for giving me this time on this planet. Take nothing for granted. I seen a caterpillar turn into a butterfly. Miracles ain't nothing to lie. Shaggy's little boys look just like Shaggy. And my little boy looks just like Daddy. Miracles each and everywhere you look. And nobody has to stay where they put. This world is yours for you to explore. It's nothing but miracles beyond your doors. The dark carnival is your invitation. To witness that without explanation. Take a look at this fine creation. And enjoy it better with appreciation. Crows, ghosts, the midnight coast. The wonders of the world. Mysteries the most. Just open your mind and it ain't no way to ignore the miracles of every day. And that's real. And that's real. Magic everywhere in this bitch. Do you notice and recognize miracles? It's all around you. You don't even know it. Are you a believer in miracles? It's crazy.